Pastor Chris's podcast. What were you doing in 2003? It's been a while, but uh, in February of 2003, an ad campaign began that USA Today named the most effective of the year. And it was the slogan, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. And since then, that slogan has become something that most people have heard, maybe even used. It has become a mainstay of our popular culture, inspiring two Hollywood movies, a song by Usher, and even the first lady, Barbara Bush, or not Barbara Bush, Laura Bush, got on on the action, and she used the expression when she was on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno in 2005. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. And I guess that's a good thing because Vegas has made a name of it for itself as an immensely popular getaway destination. You can eat, party, gamble, see the lights, see the sights, and see some things you Wish you hadn't seen. There are concerts, magic shows, entertainment of all sorts. Some wholesome, some unwholesome. All of this entertainment draws nearly 50 million people to Las Vegas every year. And it's become known as Sin City. People come from all over to forget about the worries of life for a little while, to let their hair down, have a good time. Vegas also hosts somewhere in the neighborhood of 20,000 meetings and conferences every year. It was just such a convention that attracted my wife Kelly and I a few years ago when we went to Las Vegas. Kelly attended a neonatal nursing convention And we decided that we would stay a few extra days and make a vacation out of it just for her and me. However, we were much more interested in the sights and the sounds outside of Las Vegas than actually in Las Vegas itself. We went over, we went hiking at Red Rock Canyon. We uh, drove down to see the Grand Canyon, which is not too far from Las Vegas. One day while Kelly was, extend, was attending her conference, she had to be in all day long, I drove over to the Valley of Fire State Park, and also, it was only two and a half hours, but I drove over to Death Valley, which is one of the hottest places on earth, and is 282 feet below sea level. We did walk around the city one night. We thought, well, we're in Las Vegas. We need to see what it's all about. So we walked around in the night and we saw the neon lights and the crowds. We admired the architecture. We tried to watch the, 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 the famous fountains that spray in front of one of the hotels, but there were so many people crowded around, we couldn't really, um, you know, really see it that well. But we found that we're not really... Uh, fans of big crowded cities. We are much quieter and we like to be outside. And there's plenty of things around Las Vegas um, that provide peace and quiet. But the slogan, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, has become quite popular. People like to have a place where they can do whatever they want without anyone else knowing about it. 
Who hasn't done something at one point in their life that they would rather everyone just forget and not remember? But the truth is, you don't have to go to Vegas to live out a secret life. In the internet age, all you have to do is have a few clicks on the computer and you can find almost anything you want. And because of the anonymity of the internet, um, no one really has to know about it. Maybe we should change the slogan to what happens on the internet stays on the internet. The internet is the default place that people go now to live out a secret life. You don't have to get on a plane and fly to Vegas. You don't have to rent an expensive hotel. All you have to do is Google it. I Googled something this morning and found out that 35% of all downloads from the internet are pornographic. 35%. Who knew? What happens in Vegas or on the internet stays. In this series, we take what the world says and we compare it to what Jesus says. So what did Jesus say? Did he subscribe to what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas? Luke chapter 12, verse 2. He said, a time is coming when everything that is covered up will be revealed and all that is secret will be made known to all. Human nature hasn't changed a whole lot in 2,000 years since Jesus walked on the earth. In his day, the Pharisees were the most popular, well-respected religious slash political group in Israel. Pharisees were known for their religious devotion. They believed in God and taught people to follow God with extreme devotion. They tried to lead by example. They studied the Bible religiously, many having memorized all the, the books of the Torah by the time they are 12. That's the first five books of the Bible most of them had had memorized by the time that they're 12. Now, understand, that also includes the books of Deuteronomy and Leviticus. And if you've ever read the books of Deuteronomy and Leviticus and made it through it, you need a, a sticker, a gold star to, to put on your book somewhere because that's some tough reading. Kelly texted me this week. She's been reading through the book. Uh, through the Bible chronologically, and she is in the doldrums of Leviticus and Deuteronomy. And she was like, can we please stop reading about skin diseases and how many cubits the temple was? She was tired of reading it. But the Pharisees had not only read it, they had memorized it, along with the other books as well. They believed the way to earn God's blessing and inherit eternal life was to live the Torah perfectly. Only then, they believed, did a person deserve the right to be called God's chosen people and to receive the blessings that God promised to give his chosen people. And so the Pharisees tried to live holy lives. They tried hard. And many saw that the Pharisees lived this devout life and they believed that they were perfect or near perfect. By outward appearances, they appeared to many to be perfect. Unfortunately, 
There is a dark truth about human nature that no one can escape. Romans 3.23 spells it out in the New Testament. For everyone has sinned and we all fall short of God's glorious standard. That's just a fact of life in, human, in the fallen world that we live at, in, in as humans. Now, it doesn't matter how hard we try to live a perfect life, we all fail. You fail, I fail, the Pope fails, everyone fails. And that's if we are really, really trying. And a lot of people aren't even trying. But the Pharisees did try. They tried really hard. And even the Pharisees failed. But at the same time, they had an image to uphold. People thought that they were holy. Some even thought that they were perfect. And because of that, they, because of that reputation, they were given influence in their society, in religious circles and in political circles. And in order to maintain their reputation and maintain their power, they had to keep up appearances even though they knew themselves and knew their own imperfections. So the Pharisees did a lot of things to support the image of being religious and devout. They would gather a crowd on a street corner and pray long religious prayers where everyone could see them. They would go through town and they would ring a bell as they handed out money to the poor. They would wear long flowing religious robes that made them stand out as holy people. They sat in the places of highest honor at the synagogues and religious festivals. All of these things Jesus pointed out and condemned because they were only for show to make people think that the Pharisees were more perfect than they really were. Of course, a lot of people already knew the Pharisees weren't perfect. No one can maintain a facade of perfection for long because you can fool some of the people some of the time, but you can't fool all of the people all the time. There's always someone somewhere that knows the truth. And ultimately, God knows the truth. Nothing is kept hidden from him. Even what you do in Vegas. Pharisees couldn't fool God and neither can you. One day, Jesus said, everything that is secret will be made known to all. What you did in Vegas, what you did on the internet, even your deepest secret thoughts that no one else knows will all be revealed. But there is good news. You don't have to be perfect in order to earn God's love, forgiveness, and salvation. God already loves you. God loves so much that he came down to our broken world, laid down his life for us on the cross. This proves that God doesn't want to condemn us. He wants to save us. And while we are all still sinners, Christ came and died for us.
Romans 5, 8. And as 1 John 1, 9 says, if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all wickedness. And so God says to us all in Isaiah 1, 18, come, come now, let's settle this. Though your sins are like scarlet, I will make them as white as snow. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone and new life has begun. Won't you turn from your sins and turn to God today and let him wash you clean? What happened in Vegas or wherever doesn't have to stay in Vegas. It can be forgiven. It can be washed away. It can be completely obliterated forever. So throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the Spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Live for God from this day on. Leave the past behind. Press forward to the future that God has for you and the eternal life that is the hope and the reward for all who call Jesus Christ Lord.